0: Evening, thank you for coming. Continuing in our discussion the the Hilcho or we've been talking about a situation where we have, let's say, two people who are eating meat and one person who is eating dairy, and we want to know... Do they create a tseruf? Is there going to be a requirement for a zimun in such a situation? So we said, based off of uh, other sources that we saw, that it's necessary that at least some one person be able to eat from his own food and from the food of the other people. So we said in this case where one person is having dairy and the other two are having meat. So hypothetically, the guy who's eating the dairy, he could wash out his mouth, he could eat something pareve, wash his hands, and then he would be able to uh, consume the bread that uh, the meat eaters are partaking of. Uh, that would not work on the flip side because they would have to wait X amount of hours before they could eat the bread uh, which the person eating dairy was eating from. Good. We said yesterday there could be a situation where even that could be problematic, right, if he was eating some sort of uh, sharp cheese where even he would have to wait. We said uh, maybe we're talking about a situation where it's uh, the nine days, right, so he's not able to consume from the meat and they're Sephardi, so they're eating because it's not yet. Okay, we came up with all sorts of interesting things. But at the end of the day, it seems like a tariff could hypothetically be created. Now, I mentioned last night that I skipped a line in the Mishaburah. So let's read the line from the Mishaburah that I skipped. He says, V'hamina. The custom is in such a situation, so we have one person eating dairy, two people eating meat. So he says, in such a situation, I don't know if it came up so often that there's an established minug, but he says, the minug is that who leads the zimun, specifically the guy eating dairy. Why? Because he's the catalyst of this zimun. Meaning, They, the two guys eating meat, they can't hypothetically eat from the bread of the guy who has dairy. But the guy who has dairy could hypothetically eat from the bread of the people who are having meat. So at the end of the day, who is allowing this tariff to be created? Who's allowing the zima to happen? Specifically the guy who's eating the dairy. So therefore we say, we give him the keyboard, he gets to lead the benching. Now it doesn't mean that he has to, it doesn't mean that he must, but like he is given like the right of uh, first refusal, right? He is given the option to bench, says the mishabura. that is the establishment of if you look in the Shara he says it's not just the—it's uh, it, uh, not just he who offers such an idea, but he quotes the same idea in the name of the uh, Maginav Avram, and he says that there are others who argue. They say, it's not necessary. It's a nice idea. It's fine, right? It doesn't hurt if you want to have that guy lead the benching. But it's not like established Minag, that it has to be that way. He quotes from the Chayadam and others who don't mention this practice. And he says, one case where it's important to keep this in mind, he says, so uh, there are other people who don't mention this. Minag, they uh, maybe don't hold this practice altogether, but he says, so So he says, well, let's say one of the meat-eaters is a Kohen. So now we have an interesting clash. We have an established minag, that in such a situation, the guy who eats the dairy, he should lead the benching because he's the catalyst, he's what allows the tziruf to be created. He's the mechayiv of the zimun. But, one of the mediators, he's a Kohen. And we know there's a mitzvah, there's a biblical mitzvah, to honor the Kohen. And what's one of the ways that we do that? It's not the only way, but one of the ways that we do that is by having him lead the benching. So now, says the sharatzion I don't know if this is the actual Minog or if, if it isn't, right? So you don't lose by having the guy who, uh, who ate the dairy lead the benching. But in a situation where one of the mediators is a Kohen, so the biblical mitzvah of the Kidashto certainly will override this maybe established minug of the guy eating dairy, leading the uh, benching. So in that situation, let the meat-eating uh, le- meat Cohen uh, lead the benching. And the guy who ate dairy, we thank him for his service. But at the end of the day, uh, he doesn't get to lead in that situation. Why, really quickly, why would we argue against this establishment? So maybe we would say that, like, yes, hypothetically, the guy who ate dairy is the catalyst. He's uh, creating the, the tariff for us. But what if I argued the other way? Meaning, you're claiming that because this guy is eating dairy, therefore we could have a tariff. Let's say one of those meat eaters wasn't present. So then we also wouldn't have a zimun, right? Meaning we need all of the people present in order to create the tariff. And yes, it happens to be the guy who eats dairy gives us this one extra detail that is required. But if any one of them was not present, then we wouldn't have the tariff altogether. So maybe it's not this overwhelming practice. Interesting idea nonetheless.